Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. This is Grafting with Grace Ann, the only place to get coverage of the best and worst plays from the most recent episode of Love Island. I'm your host, Grace Ann Parks. Welcome back to Grafting with Grace Ann. Today, I have a very special guest with me to break down episodes 19 and 20 of Love Island. Bachelor Clues is here. Hi. Hello. It's me. So I hear... We have some uh, some big news. We got a clip to share. Yes, we have some huge news. Before we get to Love Island, 
Uh, there's obviously gigantic news happening in the world of Bachelor Nation podcasting. We have recently oh? that Grocery and Serener are the new <laughs> hosts for Happy Hour. Clickbait's fate is uncertain, but Happy Hour is going to survive and it's going to have Grocery and Serener, Maybelline's two top models, uh, hosting that show. Now, in addition to this, we have gigantic news in the Game of Roses podcast world. As you know, uh, a few months ago, we launched a podcast with Courtney Robertson that was called Off Contract. Correct. We took a little break after the first 10 episodes. We did a rebrand. We made this podcast something that I think is much more in line with what Courtney wants to talk about and where she's at in her life. The new podcast is out today. It is called After Reality with Courtney Robertson. Her first guest is none other than Sean Booth. That's right. From season 11 of Bachelorette. And he has his own podcast out as well now called In the Booth with Sean Booth. But we're going to play for you before we get to Love Island. We're going to play for you just a short clip from Courtney's first episode back with Sean Booth in which he talks about Nick Vial. Enjoy. There was a girl on my season who was awful to me, but yeah. they it didn't air. It didn't play out the way I thought it would. And right. I ended up I was left holding the, the bag of shit, so to speak. And right. I know you had beef with Nick Vial, that little yeah. weasel. Ugh, I mean, I've asked him to come on my podcast so many times and he said yes. And then he ghosted yeah. me. But was there ever, uh, for instance, that like something happened where he really rubbed you the wrong way, but like the pe- the viewers didn't see it? Um, I think that was. Again, me kind of playing into what I thought people wanted and wanted to see. Like, I knew that Caitlin was my girl, for lack of better oh, term. And I knew that. just that gave I'm, me goosebumps. <laughs> um, and I knew that I was going to end up with her. I just knew it. And I'm not trying to sound cocky or whatever. No. Just, that's how it was. That's, that's how I happened. felt about Ben, my bachelor. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Like, so I knew that, and I knew they also had a good feeling, and they brought him in to kind of stir the pot. So um, I knew it was playing out as this kind of rivalry, and I was told throughout the entire thing, you know, nobody's ever stood up to him. Nobody liked him last season. All he does is try and mess with people and all this. And I'm like, all right, you know, here I am. I'm going to be the one who – Rides away with the girl, takes down the villain, stands up for all the guys in the house, stands up for all the guys last year, and I'm like not going to take any of his crap. And it really didn't end up playing out like that. Where I was just like, oh crap. Um, <laughs> You're like, left holding I mean, the bag. Yeah. Like, so I mean, at every single point throughout that, whether I was like sitting in the airport and it's, there's no cameras and it's just producers and they're like, oh man, I can't stand that Nick guy. And I feel like they were just like feeding me stuff. Like oh, they did that with me too. Yeah, they would be saying to me like the girls are all talking smack about you. You have yeah. to start. And like I think that that's something that the listeners should know as well because it's frustrating, right? You live with that after yeah. the fact, and it's like yeah. you see this reaction out of you, and right. But, but the whole <laughs> it's you know I feel like he's in some way like a protected player because he would do anything that they wanted him to do. Right. Wowie. Correct. Wowie. And there's so much more in this podcast. They do a fantastic job talking about what it was like to be on The Bachelor, how you can't trust producers, what it was like to come off the show, what they're both doing now. They allude to, both of them allude to uh, having dated some celebrities as a result of being in The Bachelor. Interesting. Kind of interesting. But no, it's a fantastic episode, so please go check it out. Again, it's in Courtney's original feed, so if you are following or you were following Off Contract, you're still going to get the new episodes for After Reality. But if you're not, check it out. Go look up yes. After Reality wherever you get your podcasts and give her new show a listen. It's uh, much improved, I think, from the first go-around. We learned a lot, and um, I'm very excited for people to start listening to it. Yes, the, it's going to be great, and it's more of, like you said, her vision more in line of like stuff she wants to talk about while still spilling some tea. So it's a good balance. There's tea all over this. This first episode, I was like, Jesus Christ, they're really going hard. Oh, I'm so it's pretty excited. nuts. Yeah. Let's go, dude. And there's, there's a very special treat at the end of the podcast. 
Which I think is something that Courtney is going to try to do every episode. I don't even want to tell you what it is. You just got to listen. And let me say that a hint is it may or may not involve Nick Vial. May or may not. Hmm. We'll have to see. You'll have to listen to get that answer. But today, me and Clues are going to be breaking down episodes 19 and 20 of Love Island UK season 10. And for those watching on ITVX, that is episodes 17 and 18. Now, what? Yeah, it's they want me to differentiate because on ITV, which is if you have a VPN or you're in England, you can watch it like as it airs. But for some reason, when it comes to Hulu, they number the unseen bits episode, which is the one like off day. Okay, got it. Let's just let's just get right into it because I have a lot to say. And also a little reminder, Please. Clues is coming into this again, just having watched <laughs> episode 19 and 20, which right. I think is hilarious. I love it like this. I, I have to say, I also watched it on uh, three times speed. Oh, so my. With the accents, it was very difficult um, to understand, but I did understand it all completely, 100 <laughs> percent. And yeah, it's it's a strange experience to be watching this piecemeal an episode here an episode i love it and having to put together like what might have happened to put some of these players in the relationships they're in or in the situations they find themselves yeah wait question how you watch if you watch on hulu how do you get it to three times speed there's a chrome extension that i use called speed controller that can allow you to watch anything that you watch online basically you can you can control the speed Okay, that is a that is a hot tip. Thank you. I yeah. know there will be people in the audience who will uh, use that tip as well. But absolutely, yeah. Let's let's just get straight into it. So, Please. episode nineteen, we're picking up where we left off with the least compatible couples, uh, knowing that they're single. They are all single, and they need to go date the new bombshells, Mel and Montel. And if I may, we're talking about Sammy and. Sammy, Jess, and Jess, Leah, and Mitch. They are all now forbidden from ever dating again because they were voted least compatible. That's the mechanic. Right. Well, actually, so this is kind of like a new thing. I think what Dark Lord Jamma was referring to is they can't recouple in the next recoupling. I don't okay. know if it's like never again, but I think it's, I mean, it could be. But right. for now, I think it's just the next recoupling. Right. And then just so that I understand this, I'm sorry, I'm a layman no, when no, it comes no. to Love Island. Ask away. I need some things explained to me. So in the end of these two episodes, there is a recoupling and it's mathematically exactly perfect. So there Correct. was a little restructuring. Some people moved around, but everybody winds up in a couple. Is that the case always? No, that is not okay. the case always. But um, sometimes they will have a recoupling where whatever Islander is left single is dumped or is single and vulnerable okay i see so if it's it's a musical chair scenario but it's not like bachelor in paradise where if you don't get a rose you're gone right it it could change at any moment like okay so there are no rules really to this really there aren't the producers make up all the rules for all the the, for all of the recouplings okay but Yes, so they all four are going to date the new bombshells. Just some starting stats for Maul and Montel. Maul comes into the game with 6,000 Instagram followers and 26K TikTok followers. And Montel comes into the game with 2,615 Instagram followers and 1.5K TikTok followers. Respectable. Respectable. Um, so the first dates are Sammy and Maul and Montel and Leah. And Mitch and Jess have to watch while their partners go on dates uh, with these two new bombshells. But Mitch and Leah are joking, laughing, flirting. I mean, if they don't, they've got to end up together. I mean, they essentially, at least to me, like, I don't know what came before this. Also, can we talk about what these dates are? These dates? I know. They're just sitting at tables two feet away from everybody else. These are not dates. It's, these, it's ridiculous. Absurd. Yeah, these are conversations had at a table that uh, producers brought out that didn't exist before. Usually, yeah, everybody else has to have conversations table. on the palapa. We give you a tiny table. <laughs> but um, Mitch and Leah 
it seemed to me again, I don't know what happened prior to this. It seems to me they have already accepted. They are now a couple because their prior relationships have dissolved. Right. Yeah, they're they're a friend couple mm-hmm. at this point. I know that at one point Mitch did want to get to know Leah romantically, but he kind of butchered that whenever he yeah. just kind of interrogated her when she first came in and he was yeah. kind of desperate. So, yeah, Got she it. kind of friend zoned him. OK, so. They go on these. Now I can't stop thinking. Yeah, I know. They literally just put a table in front of them and they're like, this is a date now instead yeah. of on the We're day bed. Five feet this way and sit. You at a small table. That's a date. When Sammy asks Mal what her type is, she throws up her hands, rolls her eyes back and grins. This is really interesting to me because this wasn't just a face play. This was like mm. a full body play with face play. Found yeah. that very impressive. Just one. It's not my face play of the game, but it was mm. it was uh, impressive. And then we go back to the villa. Zach tells Medi not to take what Mitch said at the recoupling seriously, because basically Mitch, whenever he found out that all the other Islanders voted him and Leah as the least compatible, he called out the other couples who he thought were least compatible mm-hmm. and basically said they weren't being honest, stuff like that. And Sammy said some comments in the same vein as well. And uh, we'll see that uh, in the next morning whenever tensions are high. Did you give that call out your error? No, I did not give that my error because I actually, you know what? I gave Sammy as a whole, his Mm -hmm. whole existence in the last episode, my error. He did so many errors. This episode? (laughs) Uh, absolutely this guy sucked sammy's the worst player i think Uh, look i've seen three episodes of this and he's in almost every episode i'm like he's bad what's he doing every decision he's making is wrong and so now to hear that he made some wrong decisions in the prior episode which i kind of pieced together from context uh that that was the case in this episode i'm just like this guy don't get it he doesn't understand how to play this at all no he he doesn't he's possibly one of the worst players i've ever seen it it's And we'll get to some comments that he says in this episode where I'm just like, okay, I don't think he's actively trying to be a bad player. I think this is just who he is. I don't think he can do anything else. I agree. He ain't made for this game. (laughs) He's not. Zach is telling Mehdi, we're older. Ignore it. Ignore Mitch and Sammy and their comments, all that kind of stuff. And then we go to Whitney and Molly who are also chatting about Mitch's comments and Molly apologizes for Mitch, which if you remember Molly and Mitch used to be a couple. Now they're friends. Mm. And I love that now she's apologizing on his behalf. Um, But Whitney makes a good point here. She's like, no shit. Me and Medi aren't, wouldn't like meet in the real world. That's the whole reason why I came to love Island to date outside of my comfort zone and to meet somebody who I would have never met in real life. And I'm like, that's a good fucking point, Whitney. Back at the dates, Sammy finds out that Mal likes to ski and almost shits his pants. I've never seen someone so pumped to find out that a girl has skied. I mean, he literally like he lit up like he was in love. I was like, <laughs> what? Skiing must be a big part of his life. He's but a lifestyle the way he's skier. Like, he literally was like, I've always wanted to find a girl who skis. What? What do you mean? Hey, heart wants what the heart wants. You can't blame but, a man for for knowing that he wants a woman who's going to ski with him. I mean, you can really you can make anybody ski. It's not that hard. I tried it once when I was a youth. Never tried it again. Interesting. But you do have to get the hang of it. Like the first time probably went very badly for you, but you got to go again. It's practice repetition. Went very well. I was five years old, but I uh, was the best five year old in the state of Colorado. Are you serious? Thing. No, of course oh not. My I, was five, I totally believe but, um, that. What the hell is I, I can't. I was abandoned by my parents on the side of the mountain with these uh, <gasps> instructors that were teaching kids when my parents were off doing real skiing. They kind of dumped me off in the little kid zone. And uh, I think I might have told the story before. I'm not sure. I, I but haven't they heard wrote it. a name tag on me. And so it said CHAD. But the person who wrote it, they wrote it in all caps and they put the straight line on the D too long. So it looked like a P. And so people were calling me chap all day long. And I just allowed it because I was like five years old and, you know, wondering how much longer I was going to have to endure this fucking torture of being frozen on the side of a goddamn mountain. My little skis. That actually, I wish I could just hug that little five-year-old Chad and say, hey, let's let's ski down. Little chap. Yeah, sorry. Little little five-year-old chap, not Chad. And then we switch up 
the dates when Leah is watching Mal date Mitch. She mm-hmm. goes, I feel like Mal's really confident. I like that. She's smashing it. Even though this seems very small, to me, it was a breath of fresh air because it I've just seen so much cattiness and passive aggressiveness mm-hmm. with these girls. So to see Leah, see a new girl dating her partner or past partner, that was very refreshing. I was just like, finally, some girl yeah. power, I guess. I actually thought that, uh, I mean, again, I'm a layman coming into this pretty much, but I am learning. But I thought all the players, relatively speaking, were very accepting and very fine with watching their other partners go on dates with other people. And it's like they kind of all understand the game of it. Whereas in Paradise, if you're watching that, if you even like talk to somebody else after you've given somebody a rose, that person's going to be out for fucking blood. See, I would challenge you to watch an episode where Ella has to watch Tyreek go on a date she loses it. Um, and even in episode 20, we do see Jess finally breaking down crying yeah. in a scene whenever she sees Mal and Sammy hitting it off. So mm. I do agree that it is more civil, but there are some players who can't take watching it and some players who can. Yeah, yeah that's true. Malamontel officially entered the villa. And there was actually a question I had for you specifically because you're a guy, mm. Chad. Um, the boys immediately start talking about how amazing Leah's eye contact is. And this has been yeah. a theme since the known beginning. As eye play. Yes, eye play. Some very strong eye play. Yeah. But I mean, again, they the guys have not been able to drop this whole subject about eye contact and how good Leah's eye contact is. And I'm like, I get not like maybe not having eye contact all the time would be a red flag, but they find it sexy. Do you find yeah. eye contact sexy? Like very, very strong <laughs> eye contact sexy? I don't I understand. It depends on the person. I mean, it could be creepy or right? it could be very attractive. Who knows? I guess she's just very good at it. She has a specifically good eye play game. She must, because this is not the first time that they have pointed it out. Because again, to the to Montel, they were like, hey, her eye contact, am I right? And he's like, holy yeah. shit. And then we go to the girls who are all by the fire pit and Jess just starts crying. She produces some tear play in front of all the girls. She's upset again from the vote in the last episode. And she thinks a lot of people are being fake with her. And so she just breaks down here. But anyways, we go to the morning. The girls are talking about the tension in the bedroom because again, we have all of this shenanigans with the voting and people feeling betrayed and being like, do these people actually believe in us? All this kind of stuff. And um, Whitney says, it's definitely giving people have things to say. Whitney does a lot of great one-liners um, mm-hmm. just throughout the season. A lot of season. it's givings. She's, yes. she's always talking about what things are giving. It's giving growth. That's another one that yeah. she'll say very soon. <laughs> but now we get to the start of Sammy's drawn-out tantrum about this whole situation. He confronts the boys, and he says he does not appreciate everyone saying that him and Jess are amazing, but then going and voting for Meddy and Whitney and Scott and Catherine to be more compatible than him and Jess. He thinks it's, you know, shit or whatever. Sammy continues his tantrum to Scott about everyone voting for him and Jess. And again, he continues this instead of like, I don't know, working on his relationship with Jess or doing anything else. Like, drop it at this point. Scott does not like the comment he made about him not being physically attracted to Catherine and Scott is basically like giving all these examples of why he's physically attracted to Catherine. And at this point I'm like, Scott, don't even, don't even give him anything. He, you don't owe him anything. You don't need to like mm-hmm. defend your connection with Catherine to him. He's a but how much of this is the producers firing them up and being like, Sammy said, you're not physically attracted to Catherine. You better get in there and fucking prove to him that you are. A lot of it is because, again, the producers do control who can pull who at what time. Sure. Like, yeah. you can't even pull your own partner sometimes before you yeah. pull somebody else that the producers want you to pull. It's just like Bachelor in that regard. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it could be them being like, yeah, everybody's talking behind your back. They don't think you and Jess are compatible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whitney, Sammy, and Catherine talk. It, this is where she starts crying, right? Yes. Yeah. That... Sammy making Catherine cry was my 
error of the game. It would have been my error any other day of the week, except for yeah. something that somebody else does in the next episode. But it it oh, is definitely up there. Like, I, I think I know what the other one is. And that was my runner up for the error, too. I think we'll get to it. But yeah, I just feel like you should never make anyone cry in any of these shows. You're always going to look like an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. Look, the, the edit was very bad for Sammy, for sure. But Sammy was making these plays. That yes, the, the things that Sammy was doing were done by Sammy. They were all fucking errors. I just thought Sammy played one of the worst uh, games I've ever seen. And also, it's the fact that it's also Catherine. Catherine throughout this has been somebody who has been extremely level-headed, chill. Whenever there is conflict that does involve her, she mm. is always cool as a cucumber. So the fact that he made her cry, like... It just is like, wow, that that takes a lot. Like from what we've seen of Catherine mm -hmm. so far, it he really pushed her buttons. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. Again, any other day that would have been my error. Then we go to the nighttime. Mitch says to Jess that we've all got options. You can try it with Sammy or you can upgrade to me. And it seems like Jess does want to upgrade to Mitch. And I again, I love Mitch's confidence. He's hustling. He is. Yeah, I love it. This was my runner-up for play of the game. Same. Him just swooping right the fuck in and being like, you know what? I'm going to keep everything on the table. I, I don't know if Mitchell is genuinely emotionally connected to anyone there, but the right. motherfucker is playing. He is oh. He's trying his best to stay in this game, stay in front of the cameras, be making plays that are going to get him screen time, and I thought this was a fantastic play. And it's working. Like, Jess yeah. is, is laughing. She's falling for it. Yeah. Love well, it. I mean, we see in the recoupling it works. Yeah. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like clues who only wears one outfit. I'm quince head to toe at this point. I'm a quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quinced. King Quinces, Okay. they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince king yourself or Quince queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I nce.com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses clues mm -hmm. i've been on a mission i'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt yeah um because it's spring i'm ready to get out there i'm ready to peacock luckily the perfect t-shirt does exist and you can find it at skims from cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable it's basically like you are wearing no nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues. Uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. 
And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. He says that his mom and sister would love her. Would you define that as a pre-blessing? Yeah, or a pre-glow or something like that. Pre-glow. It's almost like future casting, to be honest. Okay. Um, because it's like, I do do they meet families and stuff in this show? At the yeah, end? they do towards the okay. end. Interesting. So the families yeah. come into the villa. Oh, okay. I gotta watch that. Jesus. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not quite future casting because it's not life after the show, but it is this implying of a furtherance of the relationship that when we get to the point where families are gonna come in, we will be together. It's right. planting that seed in the mind. And then we get Scott, who pulls Leah. He basically tells her, I'm leaning more towards Catherine. And then we get him pulling Catherine, bringing her up to the terrace. The romantic music starts. They sit down. They have a cute chat. And he kisses Catherine. This was their first Audi kiss. That's what I'm calling kisses outside of challenges, which are more important in Love Island. The in-challenge kisses innies aren't as important so they have their first Audi kiss and this was my play of the game because people like Catherine she just had a shit day he's been going between Leah and Catherine and he finally picked Elaine he picked Catherine planted it on her the second that he knew his head was turning more towards her that was my play of the game this was also my play of the game anytime you can get a kiss like this in any of these games, be it Love Island, Bachelor, Perfect Match, anything, it establishes multiple things uh, when you're doing it in public like this. A, all the other couples know you're a force to be reckoned with. Yep. B, they all know you're in that couple now. So do the producers, by the way. So the producers can do whatever they want with that. They've got you on camera kissing this person. They can further that relationship. They can bring in somebody to try and break it up. It just elevates your narrative and the story that can be told about you as a couple to a level that the other couples don't have. It puts you out in front of the camera in a way that the other couples are not. Brilliant play. Absolutely loved it. So now we go to episode 20 and we're just going to get straight into the game that they play at night. The Islanders (laughs) play Never Have I Ever. And, you know, it starts off very light. Like Mal starts off by being like, never have I ever gotten with my teacher. And then we find out that Medi has indeed. Starts very light. That's light. Well, I mean, d- compared to what we get into, I think it's just yeah. like Mal thought nobody was going to be like, oh, nobody's gotten with their teacher. But what? then Medi's like, uh, yes, I have. And also a 42 year old woman. Excuse me. Excuse me. Mal thought nobody was going to say yes. The producers told them all what to say. The producers told her, say, never have I ever got with my teacher because they know Mal has. Or Wait, sorry, how did I, has. I totally fell for that. You're so right. What the all heck? Of this is, all these people have to fill out profiles and be like, I had I a know. relationship with one of my teachers. And they're like, great, that's going to come out. And then they do this fucking thing. They know all the answers to all these questions. They already know them. And they're just trying what? to get these people to publicly admit it in front of the other players. Okay, I have a question. If you were coaching yeah. someone on any show and mm. they get the packet where they have to like yeah. put all those questions. I've literally obvious- done this. Right, you have. I have I have um, myself. I have written the answers to those packets myself. Oh yes, for a second I thought you meant like for yourself like to go on the show. I was like, no, "Hold no, on." No. I've written them no, no, for no. some yes, of my players. Yes. I have written the actual packets for them. Now, let's say like you had a a, a crippling fear of something. Obviously, yeah. you would not put that on the paper because then they're going to do it. But in this case with Medi, I would argue that 
I mean, it's funny. Yes. So would, his game. would you encourage him to write yes. down this? Oh, oh, interesting. Absolutely. I thought he played it perfectly because a, it's like, damn, he had a relationship with his teacher. Right. Immediately, you're like, wait a minute, who the fuck is this guy? But then he very quickly says, look, but then I found out she was married and I ended it immediately. So he's still a good guy. It's that it, it elevates his chemistry game through corroboration of the story in a way that I don't think other people saw him at that point. I think they That's saw him true. as kind of like innocent and outside of British British culture a little bit. And then it's like, wait a minute, what? He had sex with his teacher? This is fucking crazy. Right. And now he's like, he's operating on a higher level because of that information. And then we find out that also Mehdi has been with a woman who is 42. And I don't know why, but these two things, him getting with the teacher and a 42-year-old woman when he was 20, it's like the most French thing yeah, ever. It's giving it like makes, French. Yeah, it is giving <laughs> French. Like, what? I agree. Uh, and and also whenever uh Jess is like, hey, did you um did she no did you learn anything from that relationship with the forty two year old? And he's like, actually, she learned many things from me. Exactly. I he was so like, and, and they even kind of paint him as a dark horse. And all this shit is dark horse behavior. It's giving dark horse. Uh, <laughs> I loved everything he did in this. Never have I ever game. Absolutely loved it all. Same. All right. So then Zach is like. Fuck this. You guys are being way too lighthearted. Let's get into the real shit. And he's like, never have I ever been two-faced about anybody in the villa. And then everybody's like, quiet. And then Mitch drinks. And then Maddie drinks. And I was like, okay. I don't, I, I did not find an error with that. And I'll get to in a second why. And then Zach in an ITM, this was interesting. He was like, that was an opportunity for people to grow a pair of balls and everyone shriveled. And in my opinion, I don't think that Mitch or Medi shriveled. They did answer and they explained yeah. their reasoning. So I, I didn't think they shriveled. Tyreek says, never have I ever cheated. And Montel and Zach drink. This was almost my error of the game. Right. Listen, if it's a question about the things you've done in the villa, like have you been two-faced about anybody in the villa? You answer that as truthfully as possible because that mm. shit could come back up during movie night. Movie night, for those not aware, is when the Islanders play a game of trivia and uh, every time somebody gets a point, they get to pick from a list of clips that are, it's it's this big screen that they put up in the middle of the villa and they they make all of these clips, different movie titles with the Islander in it. And so oh, like, let's say Tyreek, was talking to another girl behind Ella's back in week two and being like downplaying his connection with Ella. It'll be like Tyreek's fast and furious and the girls could yeah. pick that if they win. And then it will show them the clip from week two. And then Tyreek will have to explain himself to Ella. Got it. It's That's it's my favorite it's game mechanic. Oh, it's a, it's my favorite episode when hmm. they do movie night. So again, if it's in the villa, be as truthful do yeah. not lie. If you are going to volunteer the information mm -hmm. that you've cheated before, I'm yes. sorry, what? There's no reason for this. Do Disagree. not. It's all in how you play the play. Um, I don't think generally it's a good idea, but what Zach does with it is it's pretty perfect. You can use this as a PTC. I was a different person back then. I was young okay. and stupid, immature. I didn't know what I wanted in a relationship, and I treated people badly. Now I'm different. I learned from that. That never will happen again. I know exactly what I want because I had to be the shitty person to become the good person I am today. You can play it as a PTC, and if you do it correctly, it makes people understand that you're being completely honest about how shitty That's you used true. to be, and you're really working on being a better person. And that is how he plays it. And he gets, we'll see in the in this next scene. I know. Uh, he gets kind of a victimization edit out of it because Jess reacts, once a cheater, always a cheater. And that was almost my error. You never cast moralistic judgment on anyone else that you're playing with, regardless of what they say. If he would have said, I murdered somebody and drank their blood, uh, well, you know, I don't know what you were going through. We all got our things. That's how you react to that. <laughs> once a murderer, always a murderer, Zachariah. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, I I guess it's just like 
I agree that Zach was able to play this off very well in the end for himself. But let's say Sammy did this. Let's say Sammy volunteered this information. He would have crashed and burned. This would have not been a suggestion. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Sammy can handle this type of a play. This is a very expert level play. You're walking a tightrope here. Yeah. One misstep and you're fucked. One misstep and you blow your whole shit up. But he didn't do it. He, he played this exactly correctly because in the next scene, like I said, we see Jess reacts that uh, once a cheater, always a cheater. And then we see who is it, Catherine or is it Ella? Uh, Ella, comes Ella. And Ella comes apologize because she had a similar kind of reaction to it. So yes. now she's got to issue an apology to him, which puts him on higher ground. If somebody's apologizing to you, yep. that means you're in the right. Because when they apologize to him, he takes that moment to obviously be like, no worries. But then he gushes about Molly to them, which exactly. is Perfectly a great played. move. It's just I'm thinking of a player who probably isn't as adept as Zach doing this. And mm. I just feel if they did it, it would be so unnecessary and possibly could go wrong in like the majority of situations. Yes, I agree. It's a risky play, but it paid off. Um, so again, yeah, they, they apologize. Then we get the biggest 180 curveball what the fuck of this entire season. Medi pulls Leah, who, by the way, I'm pretty sure this is the first time they've ever had a one-on-one -on -one chat ever. Mm -hmm. And he just wanted to let her know that he wants to get to know her. And this was my error of the game. Mm -hmm. Medi has been working on his connection with Whitney for three weeks now. Not only working on it, but trying to legitimize his coupling with Whitney to the other Islanders who in challenges have been like, yeah, they're basically a friend couple. They don't even make sense. They're at a point now where the other Islanders are finally taking them seriously. Whitney is a fan favorite. She is beloved. She's hilarious. She's beloved by the other Islanders and the fourth audience. And out of nowhere, this motherfucker's like, I want to get to know Leah. What? Where did this come from? I don't know. I don't know if in this game there's kind of like the, you know, you've been with somebody for a week or two and somebody new comes in and it's like the new shiny thing. I assume that mechanic works. But in this Leah's game, not even new and shiny to him. They came in a, a, a generally around the same time. He's an OG, but still like mm -hmm. she was one of the first bombshells. It, it just is like if you want to experiment, wait until Casa like. Right. It just was so out of nowhere. Well, like, I mean, could also have been something completely manufactured by the producers, because as we see at the recoupling, um, nobody's pissed about this. Well, I mean, Whitney is not pissed about this. She takes him back and is just like, we had a little rocky thing, but he still makes me laugh. And I really like being with him. So I'm going to couple. I think Betty. that was by the producer. I think they were like, listen, he was just messing around. He still really likes you give him a good speech and then everybody's going to love you. Like, I feel like it was the other way around. I don't feel like producers convinced Medi. I feel like producers convinced Whitney to take him back in a way. Hmm. Yeah, possibly. I This whole thing with Medi and Whitney and Leah, just something in there screamed it's... to me, heavy producer manipulation. None of it seemed real to yeah. me. Yeah. It's, yeah, this was very weird. And Leah's, again, Leah's like, what the fuck? She's like, I thought things were good with you and Whitney. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even she's her like, kind of like feigned half interest in Medi, which is oh, yeah. clearly not the case. That seemed producer manipulated to me, too. I think they just needed an extra story. And they were like, fuck it. All you, we just need you to go tell her that you kind of yeah. want to have time with her. And he's like, OK, I will do this. I will you. do this. He pulls Whitney to tell her about this. And dude, Whitney's face when she realizes what is happening, like, I, I've never related to someone more like she obviously held it together. She didn't cry or anything like that. And this the, her face is a face that I don't think your normal heterosexual guy would even recognize as like, oh, something's wrong. Because, again, it looks like everything's fine. She takes it well. But like I saw it in her face. She was like. Shit. And I knew her stomach <laughs> dropped in that moment. Maybe I'm she projecting. was giving shit face. <laughs> <laughs> it was giving shit face for sure. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, 
there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is gonna feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I was just like, fuck, like, oh, man. But like, I just, yeah, I, I, I really related to her. And Tyreek lets Medi know this might push Whitney away completely. I agree. But then we go to the morning and I'm just going to breeze past this random fight between Tyreek and Mitch because it felt like filler to me. Like, again, it, it, it was so random. They usually don't do this. I feel like they must have not had something happen that day. So they were like, go yeah. fight. I, I will oh, say no? now, this is I've seen three episodes of this, uh, this season of UK. You're and an expert. Um, I'm not an expert, but I will say this. 
They have way more guy and girl chats than Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise ever has. And they're well done. Like they they do usually feel a little bit real because the producers allow them to talk about strategy. Like it's almost all strategy that they're talking right. about. Who's who's in a relationship with who and what do they think and who should pull who and all this kind of stuff. And it really does seem like they're talking about gameplay strategy. That said, because the show has to produce an episode every fucking day, I think you get a lot of little scenes like the one you're mentioning where it's like people just fighting about nothing. And you're kind of like, wait, what's going on? Because they, they can't yeah. have like a big date every day. They can't have like a big game every day. So they have to carve together an hour's worth of material, sometimes out of fucking thin air, it seems like. This was the first time this whole season when I've like noticed this and been like, what the heck? This is this yeah. is such a non-fight. So this is at least the first time to me personally that it's felt like filler content. But yeah, okay. it I can totally see them running out of content and just being like, yeah, you two go fight. But Molly gets a text that her and Zach are going on their first date and they get to go rollerblading and then have champagne by the sea. I thought this was really cute. Like mm-hmm. this was actually more of a date instead of just putting a table in front of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she lets him know uh, that the comments about Zach cheating pissed her off, not because of what was in the comments but because she thought that the islanders only wanted to get a reaction out of her and she mm-hmm. wasn't going to give it to them and the comments themselves didn't bother her it was more of like what the islanders were trying to do mm-hmm. but yeah they both are happy with each other and they seal it with a kiss and return to the villa and then whitney pulls Medi to chat and he lets her know that he still wants to carry on talking to her and leah She's like, you want to give 50% to me and 50% to her. And he's like, no, no, I don't think it's about giving 50-50. Yeah. It's about giving 100% in whatever you do. Oh, I give bad. 100% to you. I give 100% to Leah. I give 100% to 42-year-old right. woman. I give 100% to my, <laughs> to my teacher. teacher. I give it all to everyone. I never That's give 50%. My best percent. It's terrible, but... No, the, the frogs, they are fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. I know. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, again, she wonders how genuine like Medi's intentions can be if he also wants to get to know Leah. I think that's valid. But again, Whitney's playing this whole thing cool. She's not overreacting. She's again, she's pushing back on some of his comments, but she's playing it cool. And yeah. then we get a recoupling. This is our fourth recoupling of season 10. And it's time for the girls to pick the boys, but Montel and Mal get to pick first. So Montel couples up with Leah. Mal couples up with Sammy. Ella couples up with Tyreek. Whitney couples up with Medi. Catherine couples up with Scott. Jess couples up with Mitch. And Molly couples up with Zach. And then we get the cliffhanger to end all cliffhangers. Katie motherfucking McDermott is back. I knew that you would not know the importance of this, so I'm going to put it into batch terms Thank for you. you. I was going to ask you. Yes, Thank you yes. I, okay. I literally already had this all planned because I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Okay, so this bombshell would be like if on the next season of The Bachelor, Bachelor season 28. Wait, who is this person? Her name's Leah? Katie McDermott. Katie McDermott. Okay. Yes. If on Bachelor season 28. So the next, whoever is going to be that Bachelor, yeah. if I on think we that. Know who it is. John. Right. If it's John or maybe War. By the way, it's Warwick. That's how the, I thought it was Warwick, but the way they pronounced so it. I. Yeah. Is it Warwick. Okay. Um, but it would be like if on season 28, Corinne Olympio showed up on night one to like play the whole ass game with all these wow. other rookies. So Katie. A little background on her. She played on season two back in 2016. Okay. She was the oh, the original bombshell. She is one of the bombshells that formed what is now a bombshell, if that even makes... Like, she did the blueprint, basically, of, like, how to act like a bombshell. Like, she stole a guy in, like, the first day. The reason I said Corinne is because while Corinne is technically, yes, a villain, she is also beloved and respected more than right. other villains, I would say. 
Mm. And so and and she's more confident and bold. That's kind of like where the why I equated her to Corinne. Like mm -hmm. she would just destroy all the competition like of the rookies on season 28 if she were to show up. Um yeah. but she's also known for getting in one of the biggest fights with another islander in Love Island history that resulted in that islander being kicked off the show uh by the producers. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. And she made it to the finale. She and her partner placed third. Her coming back, I was like, I mean, I did not see that coming. Like, this right. is good fucking TV. Like, it just is like, I did not see it coming. It is the best surprise I could ask for. Wow. All right. Well, I'll check that out 10 episodes from now and see if she's still, <laughs> if she's still in the game. But I love these two episodes. My MVP, by the way, was Zach. I thought that this man made a high, high risk play. It turned out to work in his favor because he played it exactly correctly. He actually got um, sympathy from Molly when they were on that date because yeah. of the thing he said. And it didn't affect her in any way in thinking that he might cheat on her or whatever. He played it perfectly. And again, that high risk yields the high reward in the end. He's now seen to some degree as a victim. He got the apology. I uh, just thought he played a, a real strong game this week. You actually did. I I thought we were going to be bickering over this, but you totally changed my mind on his whole play. You you've opened my oh, eyes. You've done some you eye play. Much. Yes. Some some <laughs> Leah level eye play. Uh, but my MVP was Whitney. Again, mm. she's getting yeah. in so many witty one liners that are trending on Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, on the Love Island subreddit. I mean, everybody yeah. loves her. She's funny. She's naturally funny. And She's also going through this just erratic behavior that Medi is all of a sudden showing after they mm. just kissed for the first time in the last episode, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's just playing a really good game. Yeah. I don't know how much of the season is left, but I think she did herself a very, very good service uh, in this game of reaccepting Medi back, but with a little bit of trepidation. Yep. He doesn't like that he said that thing about Leah. And I think that's setting up a narrative that the producers are going to use to bring somebody in new for her. So I think she's about to get a huge uh, plot upswing in the very near future based on the play that she did here. She was my runner up for MVP. I totally agree. And before we go, I just got to give you some gains. And Please. I do think you're going to find these interesting clues. Here are your top three gains in the past 24 hours. Please. Molly Marsh is in first, gaining mm. 24,000 followers for a total of 207K. Again, this isn't in the past and, week. And why do you think that was? Because she accepted Zach uh, no, back. I actually know why it is, uh, oh. because I watch ahead. Uh -huh. Um and I'm and actually everybody and their mother has been wanting my opinion on what happens and I will give it to you when that episode comes up but basically something happened to Molly Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh your second is Ella who gained 8.5k for a total of 93.3k and in third is Whitney my girl who put on 8.2k for a total of 50.2k. Your top three Instagram chart is newcomer Katie McDermott is now at the top of the chart with 1.2 million followers. Second is now Molly. She got demoted with 207K and third is Jess with 109K. And then the yeah. top three TikTok chart is again, bumping her out of first place. Katie McDermott with 953.6K and then... Molly is in second with 824.2K, and then Ella in third with 54.1K TikTok followers. God, putting Bachelor players to shame. Yep. Those numbers well, are gigantic. I know. it's, And they're only going to get bigger. Yeah. This was my breakdown of Love Island's episodes in 19 and 20, episodes 17 and 18, if you're watching on ITVX. Thank you for joining me today, Clues. I know people think my it's pleasure. such a treat to have you watch Love Island, and I agree, it is a treat. The treat is all mine. Uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure being here in, what do you call your, your fire pit, your grafting fire pit? My dungeon. Your dungeon being here in Darkseeker's dungeon. You're going to call it that? All right. <laughs> My pleasure to be here in the dungeon, and please, everybody listening, 
Go give Courtney Robertson's new podcast, yes. After Reality, a listen. This first episode with Sean Booth is so good. There's so much in there about Vial, Caitlin Bristow, uh, that season of Bachelorette that was his rookie season, Courtney's season. It's just, it's a really, really good episode. And I'm very happy that uh, she's back in podcasting again. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. This has been Grafting with Grace Ann. 